Welcome to the High Speed Podcast, the official podcast of the High Speed Alliance, taking you further, faster, together. We are setting our course for freedom and legacy through mastery of business, finance, family, and lifestyle. Welcome to the High Speed Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Forrest Bryant, and we are always trying to help our listeners achieve freedom and legacy by focusing on business, finances, family, and lifestyle. I'm very excited to have one of my good friends on the show today, Mr. Merv Plank. How are you doing today, Merv? I'm doing great, Forrest. It's good to hear from you. Well, uh, I'm excited to, uh, for, for today's podcast, and we are broadcasting not live, but soon to be live, but from, from North Alabama to, to mid-Alabama. So that's a good connection today, right? Yes, it's, it's an all-Alabama day. <laughs> I love it. Well, uh, Merv is the, uh, the, the CEO and the owner of Alliance Wealth Builders, and he's based out of Birmingham, Alabama. And I've, I've known Merv and personally done business with Merv over the last uh, several years. He's very experienced in the real estate industry. Um, he had a career before really getting into real estate full-time. Uh, he w- ran a $250 million kitchen and bath manufacturing company and did an incredible job there. And he was, has been a cash flow investor since, since the eighties. And then, uh, he kind of ramped that up and started his own business. Uh, you, I'll let you tell us a little bit about that Merv, but, um, thanks for being on. So tell us a little more backstory about you and, and, uh, and your business and, and what we can learn from you. Okay, Forrest. Well, um, we started this business uh, about seven years ago and, uh, obviously it was at the seven years ago would have been kind of the downside of the, of the last uh, market, uh, crash, I guess you would call it. That's, that's and, perfect uh, timing. so <laughs> yeah, it is. And, and, uh, like a lot of people, my corporate job ended during that period because I was in the construction industry and, uh, there just wasn't a lot of demand for construction materials. So, um, when uh, I went looking for my next corporate job, my wife said, well, can't you find something to do here in Alabama? And I said, well, we can probably. And, uh, I said, I always wanted to do real estate. So, uh, I met a, a another person, uh, Jennifer Brown, who's my business partner, uh, who was actually, she was a mortgage, uh, mortgage broker for, uh, here in, in Birmingham, Alabama. And, uh, she had the similar kind of situation. She had a 17 year run. Uh, in the mortgage business, and of course, when the downturn hit, nobody would lend any money, so she couldn't make any money lending. So we got our heads together and decided to uh, develop a turnkey business. And uh, you know, I guess I was a turnkey investor before I even know what the word was, because sometimes I was an accidental investor. That meant I moved to another city and I had my house that I couldn't uh, sell, so I just rented it. Uh, of course, I made the mistake of managing it myself, which was always a, a challenge. But uh, so I discovered uh, as we started this business what turnkey really meant. And so as we developed the business, um, we realized we needed two distinctly different companies. So we have Alliance Wealth Builders and we have this company called REI Management. And uh, that manages the properties we actually fix and sell. So over the last seven years, we've developed a fairly sizable uh, business. Uh, we do over a hundred uh, turnkeys a year and a number of wholesales. It's not quite as big as that, but close. And so uh, we, we, there's not a week goes by. We don't buy or sell a house or two or three and sometimes four. Um, 
So it's a very interesting and exciting business. And uh, I discovered uh, when we started doing the research that Birmingham was the perfect market for that because Birmingham is one of those markets where the, uh, the actual real estate market does not go up and down that much. Um, you know, we kind of get a, a, a annual inflation rate of about two, two and a half percent, which is, you know, nothing like California or somewhere on the East Coast or even somewhere on the Southeast Coast where it goes up and down sometimes 15 to 20 percent a year. So um, that's uh, so the turnkey business is actually ripe for this market here in, in Birmingham. Well, that's excellent. Well, we 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 love those boring markets, don't we? Yes, we do, especially if we're in the turnkey business. We're not, we're not doing this for appreciation. We're doing this for cash flow. Yeah, that's so. right. Well, tell, uh, give us a little uh, personal background. Well, uh, actually, I call myself a corporate gypsy. And uh, that corporate gypsy led me from Illinois to Ohio to Tennessee. And then the last uh, corporate job was in Alabama. And, uh, you know, what happened when we moved to Alabama, we, we inherited three of our grandchildren and, uh, which we adopted last year. And so it really kind of put our feet on the ground and made us dig in and, you know, be part of the fabric of the community. Cause when you raise kids, it's good to have people around you. And, uh, my wife and I had done that once before, uh, raised our older children, but now we're raising some of our grandchildren. And so that keeps us young and full of energy and, uh, going to ball games and all that kind of stuff. So uh, it's it's a pretty exciting time in our life, actually. Oh, that's great. Well, thanks for sharing that. So yeah, you're an expert in so many different things, and we could talk about a lot of different things today. We could talk about um, single family, multifamily, wholesale, and turnkeys, active turnkeys, private lending. We could I know you could we could really go in a lot of different directions. But I want to kind of in this first section, you know, this is our public section, and I just really want to kind of focus for, for new investors out there. Just want to, let's kind of dial it in a little bit, and let's, let's talk about the turnkey model and a little bit about wholesaling and, and uh, kind of on the flip side of that, how private lending can kind of go into there, because those are kind of some real easy entry points uh, for our, our yep. lot of listeners who are, who, are, who are physicians or dentists or small business CEOs. So um, let's kind of just def define those terms a little bit. So, you know, what, you know, what does wholesaling mean? What is, what does turnkey mean? And, uh, and then, and then private lending, let's just kind of maybe hit it from a real high level first. Yeah. Well, let's start with the simplest form, I guess, which is wholesaling and uh, wholesaling has been around for a long time and there's still, it's, it's probably the best way to get into the business from, from the ground up with no money. And we've all heard about the, uh, you know, buy and sell houses with no money idea. And it does take a little bit of money to do wholesaling, but not a whole lot because basically you're going to find a house that somebody really needs to get rid of, uh, negotiate that price with them on what the house, what you're going to pay for the house. And then somebody find somebody who wants to buy that house for more money than you've negotiated the price that they want to pay for it. So really what you wind up with is the spread. And, um, uh, so when you're wholesaling, a lot of times, you know, uh, I, I know people that sometimes we make as little as $3,000 on a deal, which is less than even a real estate commission a lot of times. But uh, then, of course, sometimes we do a lot better than that. But um, and, and then what you do is when you actually sell the house, you close in the house, um, you do a quick close uh, between the two transactions, and that's a wholesale deal. Now, 
the biggest challenge of wholesaling obviously is the marketing side because it's you got to go find that deal first of all and then you got to market on the other side to sell the deal so there is uh where, where it really takes money is not to buy the house but actually to get involved in the activity of marketing for deals and marketing the deal after you have it under contract so um and and most wholesalers that I, or most most investors that I know do some kind of level of of wholesaling because in our case what we do is we find houses all over the the Jefferson County and Shelby County market that we're that people want to sell but some of them don't fit our turnkey model and if they don't fit the turnkey model then we just wholesale them to somebody else somebody wants to do a, a fix and flip or somebody that actually wants to live in the house we just did one a, a couple of weeks ago where we actually sold that house to a to an owner occupant who wanted to live in the house it wasn't fixed up but they wanted to fix it up after they moved into it so um so wholesaling is kind of the simplest form i guess of of doing real estate investing but and people always say when i talk about the turnkey model that that's fairly complicated and it's true because there are really five major steps in doing the turnkey model of course the first one is you got to buy the house but in this case we don't just find a buyer we actually fix the house so a lot of times we'll buy a house for 30 40 50 60 thousand dollars and we'll put you know 20 30 sometimes 40 thousand into it um, before we ever rent it because that's the third step so it's buy fix rent and then we have a, a, a sales process where we sell to really buyers all over the world because there are people in lots of parts of the world that can't buy houses at the prices they can buy them for in Birmingham. Mm -hmm. uh, in fact, even in your market for us, it's hard to find a house with the kind of returns that we have in Birmingham, right. even in the Huntsville market. So, right. uh, but then of course, after you sell it, the fifth step then would be to manage it because in reality, the investment property is no better than the return you get and the person that's giving you the return on the house is actually the person that's renting it from you and living it in there and paying the rent every month and uh, so it's important that if you're managing that property you make sure people don't tear it up that they pay the rent and that they're good responsible uh, tenants uh, while you have the house so and that's really where the cash flow comes in but you know, there's not too many markets around the United States these days where you can find a house that, let's say, uh, it's rented for $900 a month, that you can buy it for $80,000 or $75,000, which is less than 1% a month uh, of the, well, actually, it's more than 1% a month of the rent versus the purchase price. So uh, those numbers are actually kind of the quick uh, check numbers to see if, if they make sense. But there are people today that are actually paying way more than that for, for rental properties. So uh, we think that Birmingham is, is a great market. I mean, there are other markets in the United States that kind of are like ours, but uh, they're, they're actually, most of them are, are better discovered than Birmingham is. So that kind of, that's kind of give you a quick overview of the wholesaling side and the turnkey side. It kind of shows you the difference between the two. Uh, great. And I, and I want to uh, just make sure our, our listeners un, uh, caught the point that you mentioned about 
investors from all over the world buying into Birmingham. I get a question a lot of times. People think, if I tell people I'm a real estate investor, they think, well, you must be buying and selling things in Huntsville. And, uh, you know, I don't own any rental uh, residential property in Huntsville because it doesn't cash flow as well as other, other markets. So, you know, I want people to understand this is not something uh, our, our investors that are, that are new that are coming to our meeting. Um, this is not necessarily something that you're going to learn how to do in your backyard. We're going to work with trusted advisors, boots on the ground who are in the markets that really cash flow. So I think that's a really uh, important part. So thanks for bringing that up. Um, How does, uh, let's tie private lending in just a little bit. So private lending can be, um, uh, available for, for wholesaling. Um, and even in the, at the beginning part of the turnkey process, correct? Yes. Um, so we, we actually borrow money from private lenders. Sometimes they do a, a wholesale property, but usually that's a very short term thing because usually within a few days or at least a week or two after you uh, buy the house, you're going to sell it on a wholesale deal. So you might have a real short term, short window for, for uh, needing money to buy that property. So that's one way. Um, and that's usually done on a sort of pre-negotiated arrangement, whatever that number is that you're going to agree to, to pay the, the lender. But on the uh, turnkey side, you know, when we buy that house, it's usually going to take us three or four weeks to fix that house up. And then it's going to take us probably another three or four weeks to rent the house. And then once we get it under contract, it's going to take another 60 days or so to um, to get the house closed to the new buyer. So, you know, you can imagine if you're doing as many houses as we, we are doing, it takes a lot of money to keep all that machinery working yeah. um, because we got to keep uh, repairing house after house after house. So we actually borrow money from private lenders. And, and as you know, Forrest, we've done a number of deals with you. Uh, along that private lending uh, arena. So, uh, and really the way it works is just loan us the money. We give you a note and a mortgage. When the house sells, we give you the money back along with the interest that we've told you we're going to give you. And it's really a very simple process. I I don't think that uh, anybody would find it very complicated. Do you? No, I don't find it complicated. And, and as a matter of fact, I love it. I love it. I love being a private <laughs> lender. And um, that's one thing that I'm excited about um, exp- uh, bringing our, our, our members of, of High Speed Alliance into this because it's just not a well-known thing. And working with trusted, trusted advisors like you, uh, where you have security in the property, so that, um, you know, I know some of the private lenders, they're like, you know, hey, Merv, why don't you, you know, go down to the Bahamas and not pay me so I can take that house. So, <laughs> you know, it's, <laughs> it's uh, I know you, uh, there's just, there's a lot of security in, in that. And also the returns are, are, are very good too. So, um, yeah, I love well, that. Forrest, I might just mention, I might just mention there are a lot of people who would like to be private lenders that, you know, think you can just go out in the open market and find somebody to lend money to that's doing real estate. Um, but you know, as well as I do, that it really comes down to, you know, I think I met you quite a while before I ever borrowed the first dollar from you. Right. Because we had a number of meetings, a number of times we met, the number of times we talked, you actually came down to Birmingham. You looked at what we're doing. We went through that whole process of really getting to know each other. 
before we ever did any business on the lending side. And that's probably the most important part of being a private lender is knowing exactly who you're lending to. Yeah, very, very, very good point. Uh, we both did due diligence on each other before there was ever a business transaction <laughs> that happened there. That's, and, uh, yeah, that's this, true. This is not something where, and there are online portals where people can go on there and they can do private lending on the internet without ever knowing who's on the other side of, of that. And recommend, don't recommend doing that. You need to be able to look somebody in the eye if you're going to lend them some money and you need to have some discussions about what things look like when they're right and what things look like when they're wrong. So uh, uh, definitely yep. there's a trust uh, element to this to make sure that your, your money is, is wisely invested. Great yep. point. So um, let's kind of keeping it, keeping it on a high level. I know you are a, uh, you're an expert in your market and that, you know, that can vary from, uh, and I've, I've driven Birmingham uh, with you. So I know, you know, from one street to the next street, from this neighborhood to this neighborhood, you, you, you know your neighborhood. But you're also in a lot of masterminds and you've got a lot of friends that are plugged into all these other different markets all around the United States. And uh, just I want to hear from Merv Plank, just, uh, you know, where do you feel like we are in the market cycle right now? Just, you know, what's your kind of feel on things? I know, I know Birmingham's kind of, boring and it doesn't change a whole lot, but you've got, you've got a lot of connections in, in other markets. So, you know, what's your take on where we are in the, in the market cycle? Well, I, I think we're real close to the top. Uh, in fact, I just got back um, last Thursday from uh, a mastermind that I belong to that has over a hundred real estate investors from around the United States, just like myself. And uh, those guys in California are pretty much all switching to wholesaling because, you know, when they go to fix and flips, if you're doing a uh, California high dollar fix and flip, you want to make sure you know who's going to buy it on the other side. And they're getting a little concerned about, you know, is the market going to turn down again? Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, if you're, if you're there, if you're in Salt Lake, if you're in Denver, uh, or even Dallas, um, you know, a lot of those markets are, are pretty hot right now. I mean, they're so hot that when somebody puts a house on the market, it's, you know, snapped up in a lot of times a matter of hours, if not days. Um, and Birmingham's not like that. I mean, that's, it's still, you know, just kind of plodding along. I mean, there's about 10,000 houses a year sold in Birmingham. Um, and, you know, that includes all of them, the investment houses, as well as the people that, that are owner-occupying owner houses. But, um, you know, yes, the market has gone up some, but it hasn't gone up very much. I mean, again, the house that I sold two years ago for fifty nine nine is now selling for sixty two nine. So, you know, how much inflation is that in two years? It's almost nothing. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, the rent went from 800 a month to 825 so that didn't go up a lot either, but I mean, at eight twenty-five, at at sixty-two thousand dollars, that case, that house will cash flow really well. So, mm -hmm. um, so, and and one of the things that that um, that I actually believe about real estate is it's very local, mm -hmm. because you can't even take Huntsville and Birmingham and say they're the same market. They're not. They're really not close. Mm -hmm. uh, in fact, I studied the three major markets in in Alabama. Uh, well, actually four, including Montgomery, and they're all four quite different. Um, 
and we we still like Birmingham the best for our business model. Uh, but I, I think that you know there's a lot of sense that you know we we could easily tip over here fairly soon, and, and it could decline again, especially in those markets where where appreciation has taken off like a rocket. Even Atlanta, which is only two hours away from us, has taken off like a rocket. Right. Uh, I mean, the, the turnkey providers are having a hard time finding properties that cash flow well there because they've gone up so much. So, um, so that's my sense of what's going on out there, and that's from talking to a whole bunch of real estate investors last week that um, that came together for four days to have a meeting. So, <laughs> so you know, you started your business or you went full time in the business, kind of uh, on the downslide from the peak. So, you know, what did you learn during that time that might be applicable to, you know, if we're forecasting ahead to think that, you know, if we're, if we feel like things are going to kind of, if we're, if, if we're nearing the peak, we know it's going to, it's going to turn down eventually and, you know, give us just kind of, you know, what, what worked then and what could potentially work next time things kind of head down. Well, one of the things I have done uh, really to kind of prepare even my head for, a downturn is talked to a number of other turnkey providers around the country that have been in business longer than I have. Mm. And I realized uh, one of my talk to has been in, they've been through three down market cycles. Mm-hmm. And what happens is that if the, if the owner, if let's say the house goes down from 80,000 to 70,000 and the rent is 900 a month. Well, the rent's going to continue to be 900 a month. And if you don't, you know, get nervous and flinch, it'll still cash flow just like it did, you know, the year before when it wasn't a down market. So what, what I really like about our model is that it is fairly recession proof. I mean, the, the, the rents typically don't decline along with the value of the house. And then you just wait and the value of the house comes right back up again. But in this market, it doesn't even go down that much to start with, as opposed to, you know, I have a I have family in California who are in the real estate business. And they you know, during the last downturn, they saw house prices go down 50 to 60 percent. But now they're right back where they were before they declined. So, you know, the question there is, which side of that wave are you on? And I'm just saying that the waves in our market are pretty small. And that's what I like about our model that you're not going to get those big tidal waves that are going to come wash over you and and just uh because the bank's not going to call a, a, a loan that's where the house is only going down five or six thousand dollars they're just not going to do it mm-hmm. as long as you're paying the the mortgage they're cool right you know yeah yep. good great great point um so we hit this a little bit earlier but um you know if you had somebody if we had somebody that's new new to our group or new to our meeting and um you know they just wanted to they hadn't invested in real estate before, but you know, what would be some easy ways for them to, to, to start off? What do you see as easy ways, easy entry points? Well, the easiest entry point is obviously the private lending side, because when we do a private lending mortgage, we do it for six months. So really when you're committing the money to that mortgage, you're only committed for six months and the return rate's pretty good. Mm -hmm. And, you can get out and make another decision six months from now. You know, of course, a lot of people like the feel and of having a piece of real estate and a title in their hand. 
So this, that's the other side of it, and it's pretty easy to buy a, a turnkey house. Um, and, and I always describe it as a little machine in Birmingham that spits out money every month <laughs> because that's really what it boils down to. And it's fairly easy to do that too. Now, a lot of, lot of uh, you know, it depends on the age and the, uh, the amount of capital an investor has. But even if you don't have much capital, you can get into a house uh, in Birmingham for, you know, let's say 65 to 125, 125,000 with, you know, 20% down on your first house. And you've got a little cash machine in Birmingham that spits out money every month. Uh, so those are really probably the two kind of easy, low level. But but I would say about the, the buying the house part is that you really need to make sure that you're ready to do that for at least five years. Because I always tell people, if you shouldn't, if you, if you don't think you're going to own the house for five years, you shouldn't buy it to start with. So it's more of a long-term look at what you're going to do. I mean, you don't have to commit, you know, you might take a 30-year mortgage out, but you don't have to commit to 30 years, obviously, just like your own personal house. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, private lending is, is is so easy. And, and then the turnkey model for, for investing, I think that's so easy, especially now for a lot of our listeners, um, if we have a high income and they're bankable, uh, to, to tie in, tie up that money and leverage into uh, a 30-year th- mortgage at, at low rates today with a small amount down, um, just it really makes a lot of sense. And working with somebody like, you know, don't try to do this in your backyard, but working with somebody like Merv, um, who's got the process already down in the management. I mean, it just really makes it uh, simple. And it is, it's a, it's a, it's a little money machine that just writes you a check every month. So uh, yes. that's, that's fantastic. So um, let's talk about, um, it's, it's not your area of expertise, but uh, self-direction with IRAs. Uh, a lot of investors don't even realize that they can use qualified money to invest in real estate. So I'm, I guess I'm asking a rhetorical question here. Do you have a lot of real estate investors that, that, that come to you with uh, qualified uh, self-directed IRA money? Oh, yes, we do. <laughs> we have a lot of them, especially those that are like 50 or over that have been, been putting money in their IRA for a long time. Um, you know, and of course, the advantage of self-directed is you can decide what you're going to invest in. And of course, then you've got, all the tax benefits on the backside. So, I mean, I have investors that, that, that do all of the above. They do the, the private lending through their IRA. And we have provisions for that. It takes a little longer to get all the paperwork done, but we get it done. And, uh, and, and I might mention that we, we actually do the paperwork on all that stuff. You don't have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've done that often enough for us. You know, I just send you the docs and away you send them to your, your uh, self-directed IRA folks, but uh, but people also buy houses uh, in their self-directed IRAs as well. So um, we have a number of people that that do that. Uh, really, as much, especially if they're still in a high earning and high income uh, part of their life, you know, they don't want to pay all those taxes from the income that that house brings or that the that the private mortgage brings. So. They use that and then they, they get tax deferment. So, yeah, that's great. And then, yeah, just to, just to hammer home that point. So that income on that private lending deal, if it's done in a self-directed IRA, if it's a uh, tax deferred, you don't have to pay tax on that money until you take it out. Or if it's in a tax-free account, such as a Roth IRA or an HSA, 
um, or a Roth 401k, uh, that money is, is not going to be taxed. So, uh, there's, there's right. a lot of, lot of, lot of different ways to, to, to do that. So Merv, do you think that real estate investing is riskier than stock market investing? Cause everybody says that real estate <laughs> market is really risky. It's crazy. Well, I, I would say this Forrest, if you don't know what you're doing, that's true. But if you've done, you know, we've done over 500 homes here in, uh, in Birmingham over seven years. And I just don't see the risk because I mean, we're, we're, I mean, we've got a, we've got a machine here that, that does this. I mean, our rehab crews, the way they do things, I mean, we're, we have standards and we've been able to drive our costs down because we do all the volume. Uh, I think it's, I think real estate is, is a very, very solid investment. And I think wall street is scary as all get out to me. Um, I've, I've lost way more money in, in wall street than I've ever lost in, in real estate. In fact, I've made up way more than I've, I mean, I've made a lot of money in real estate. So, uh, and continue to actually because of the real estate investing that we're doing. So good. Question. No, I, but you did I, hit a good point I, there. I, uh, the, it, it can be, it can be very risky and you can lose money if it's done, uh, improperly or with the wrong people or in the, in the wrong markets or at the wrong time. There are uh, not, I'm not right. trying to minimize the risk. There, there's risk in any investing. Yep. But I, I think the point here is for us that if you're, if you're, if you're, if you're networked with people who are experienced and have done this many, many times and over a period of many years, uh, you start to minimize the risk dramatically. Perfect point. So, Perfect point. So um, let's see, Merv, do you have a favorite book or favorite quote or something you want to share with our, with the listeners? Uh, my favorite quote is this, you're never wrong to do the right thing. Like it. And I know that's in a movie, but I've kind of tried to live by that. And uh, I'll be honest with you, we've, we've tried to, to do that with our business. We've tried to bake that into our business to make sure that we're always doing the right thing, even if it hurts sometimes. And uh, so we try to run our business that way uh, because, you know, there's sometimes that you can, in, in this business especially, and there's, there's, I mean, I know investors out there that, you know, just don't do the right thing sometimes by the people that they're associating with. And we try to do that all the time is to do the right thing. Very good. Very good. So what's your definition of freedom? <laughs> well, the ability to choose the ability to choose what you want to do when you want to do it, and and be able to do it, and have the resources to do it—that's my definition. So, all right, uh, very good. Um, well, um, if our listeners want to get in touch with you, Merv, um, how, how would you recommend that they contact you? Uh, just actually, you can just go to the web and look up Alliance Wealth Builders. We've got all kinds of stuff out there on the on the web, and uh, they can email us through there, contact us. Uh, we've got a phone number on there. So any way they would like to contact us. You've been listening to the High Speed Podcast. To read our blog and to learn more, visit our website at www.highspeedpodcast.com.